Welcome. This is a live stream from California. Seven in the morning. I want to welcome you all to HIP, Health Insurance Personalized. This is a segment on financing the healthcare folks. We have been talking about HIP, Health Insurance Personalized, for quite a, quite a long time. And I've been in the healthcare for past 35 years as a consumer's doctor on the behalf of the foremost organization. I want to bring you the facts, what's going on in healthcare. In America, especially, I've been in this country for 40 years. I continue to look forward to access to healthcare. What I see here is even though we have spent so much money, as I mentioned earlier, $3.7 trillion in 2018, we rank 137, 37, we rank 37th in the world. You know, if you don't do something, we'll be ranked 137, believe me. I want to bring you the facts. What has been happening in healthcare you know, by, with the present new administration, President Biden will be taking the presidency on January 20th, 2021. We will see what happens in Georgia. We will see what happens in Georgia. The way I see it, I want to pull back the curtain of lies and deception. I want you to know about the forces working against your interests, Americans' interests. More importantly, I want you to know what you can do about it as an American. I want to cut through the dishonesty of politicians and insurance companies. For many years, They delayed discussing solutions with endless debate over is insurance is a right or a coverage. That's a that has been a major is the insurance is a right or a coverage. Quite honestly, quite honestly, I don't care. I don't care. It is just a distraction. It's a distraction, folks. It is a distraction. You and I are practical, more practical. You and I need health insurance to access healthcare. We all need health insurance to access healthcare. You and I need affordable insurance now for wellness, early intervention, and prevention. Our families, our families need insurance as protection against potential future hospital stays. 
that could bankrupt us. That has been happening. That could that has been happening. That could bankrupt us unless we do something about it. Politicians say we need a national conversation on healthcare reform. They send out opinion surveys that are really a ruse for the fundraising. That's what they do. They want to raise the funds. Have they ever responded back to you? No. Simply get another letter asking for money. You see, once they know that you have an interest in health reform, they will use that topic to solicit more contributions. This is what it is. Solicit more contributions. Insurance executives say, we listen to our customers. Yeah, we listen to, in, this is what the interest. Morning coffee, folks. The insurance executives say, oh, we listen to the customers. Right. When was the last time you spoke to an insurance CEO. Unlikely. They say isolated in their, they stay in isolated in their large home office buildings with guards and security courts to keep people like you and me away. Just try it sometime. Try to reach an insurance CEO. Walk into their granite edifices and ask to speak to the CEO. Watch the verbal run around and access barriers. They suddenly go up every time you try it. Does that mean we are helpless? No, no. We may subject to the whims of powerful elected and, unele and unelected officials and a dysfunctional insurance system as we have seen. But I submit to you, we are not helpless folks. We are not helpless. So how do we work together to get what we want rather than what some politicians or insurance companies think we need. Here is how we win. Here is the how we win. There are real solutions. There are real solutions that can help you and your family, folks. It is just that no one wants to talk about them. Keep in mind, most solutions that help you work against your interests of, against a, your interests of lobbyists in healthcare and political establishment. That's what they do, lobbyists and politicians.
they work against your interest. First, you need to know what they are keeping secret from you. What is it? Knowledge. Why? Why? Because knowledge is power. The technology and your, your knowledge is right on your fingertips, folks, right on your phone. Knowledge is power. And with knowledge, you can use your two most powerful weapons, your voice and your vote. Your voice and your vote, like I'm doing now, my voice as a consumer's doctor on the behalf of foremost doctors for you and your vote. How can you leverage that into action? Trust me. Informed and angry voter gets a politician's attention. Informed and committed voters scare the pants off of them, pants off of those politicians. Have you ever thought that voting was a waste of time? That's what you think. Without the public voting and lobbyists, with their political contributions, become a powerful voice. Without your vote, lobbyist contribution becomes a, a powerful voice for politicians. So your vote is very important. If you think one vote will change the world, you are wrong. You are wrong. In 2010, Obamacare was passed. By one vote, yes, by one vote, from a dead person, yes, a dead person, Senator Ted Kennedy, died after being a part of the Senate 60 vote filibuster proof approval of Obamacare. He was replaced by Senator Scott Brown who ran in opposition to Obamacare. That's how we won. But the House of Representatives used a political trick to avoid a Senate revote. So we got Obamacare by the margin of a, a dead man's vote. That's what how we got. So we will see what happens in the senatorial race in Georgia. It all depends on the senator race in Georgia. If Republicans control the Senate, at least we may have, have we may have a chance. So one vote for a few votes can change the world, folks. Yes, it can change the world. Think back to recent elections. In 2000, George W. Bush won the presidency by 547 hanging Chad votes in Florida and five to four Supreme Court decision how to count those votes. That's what happened. In 2016, Donald Trump won the presidency 
by winning several states by only few thousand votes. But now President Biden looks like he is going to be our next president. Remember, passage of laws, even by one vote, can force you to buy only government-controlled health insurance, folks. This is the problem. Government-controlled health insurance. They can force you to pay for insurance you don't want or you don't need. They can increase your taxes and add penalties for non-compliance. You may say you hate politics. The thing you probably hate is not politics, folks, but the intrusive effects of coercive politics, like what we are seeing right now with shutdowns under pandemic circumstances, shutting down all these restaurants and small business owners are really hurting. This, this is nothing but an intrusive effect of coercive politics. That's what it has been happening to the folks in urban and rural areas, folks. Consumers have been ignored for too long. They have been ignored for too long. If any reform, however, the interest of all the stakeholders should be considered. We should be looking at the, all the stakeholders. The ideal healthcare consensus that balances the needs of consumers and the other stakeholders. That's what ideal. Consumers and the other stakeholders. Who are the main stakeholders? I'll give you who the main stakeholder. Number one, obviously, consumers. For consumers, coverage of the pre-existing conditions, increased choice, improved quality, and lower premiums. That's what the consumers want. Uninsured. These are the stakeholders too, uninsured. Guaranteed access to affordable coverage for uninsured, uninsured. These are the stakeholders because uninsured also are affects your premiums, folks. The next one, hospitals. Minimize uncompensated care. This is where the hurting the hospitals. Hospitals are providing uncompensated care because of the EMTALA. If someone goes to the emergency room, they are forced to, irrespective of their insurance status, they are forced to take care of them and they're losing money on uncompensated care. So we need to solve that. 
hospitals are a big stakeholders. Yes. How about doctors? Doctors, they need thought reform. Lesson, defensive medicine. So most of the doctors have been practicing defensive medicine, folks. We need to have a thought reform, as I mentioned, even thought with a limited awards, cap on those awards. And I would like to see the healthcare, folks, healthcare personnel to be in the jury rather than regular folks from the public because they have, they know, they have the idea what, you know, you cannot bring emotion. You really need to go to the facts before they can have a jury verdict. I don't know if it will ever happen. I would like to see doctors, nurses, you know, other personnel from the hospitals getting involved with the jury. Ideally, that makes sense, having healthcare personnel and we definitely need a thought reform. So hospitals are the big stakeholders and doctors. And who are the next? Insurers, insurance companies. You want to stabilize the private insurance market, expand client sales and product offerings. So insurers are the stakeholders. And so far, insurers are the one paving the way in healthcare delivery in, in, in America, mostly insurance companies have been paving the way for the delivery of the care. And the premiums from the insurers are broad-based, risk pool. They're not segmented, folks. They're not segmented. This is what we need to make the changes. They need to be segmented. So right now, general risk pool, premiums are based on uninsured and you're paying for people with chronic illnesses, you're paying for somebody else diabetes, you're paying for somebody else hypertension. You can't do that. You cannot. So premiums are based on the general risk pool. That needs to be changed to a, a segmented risk pool as I mentioned, to four categories. Well category, at risk, chronic illness, and catastrophic categories. That's when the, your premiums will be. So insurers are the major stakeholders, folks. So far, they have been in the driver's seat. We have been talking about that. But consumers were never paid attention to. And who else? The employers, employers, the, I'm talking about the employers in the whole nation. Employers, they're the major stakeholders. They provide the private health insurance for almost 160 million folks, blue collar workers. So they need affordable group in health insurance. Finally, Agents and brokers, more commissions. So these are the stakeholders, agents and brokers. F looking for more commissions in sales. So let me recap, who are the stakeholders? 
consumers, uninsured consumers, hospitals, doctors, insurers, employers, and agents and brokers. Imagine, imagine the peace of mind you would have if you could get the health insurance you want at affordable price. So you can choose health insurance you want at affordable. Imagine if that happens. So let's start the journey of discovering how a personalized health insurance works, where it is consumer-driven, patient-centric, folks. It's a consumer-driven, patient-centric. That is, and it will lower the premium. It will lower the premium. So we have been talking about how the premiums could be lowered by making some subtle changes, folks. Few things we need to be aware. Few things we need to be aware. This so-called health insurance personalized. We want to clarify the health insurance personalized. What is not, what is not. Health insurance personalized, what is not. Health insurance personalized does not include, I want to bring those facts. This is all according to Ron Bachman, folks. He is a actuarial. He has written a book. And this is what I'm, I'm dwelling on Ron Bachman's. He has been an actuarial for 50 years. I've been talking about his book. So health insurance personalized does not include short-term disability. Does not include fixed indemnity or limited benefit or credit insurance coverage issued as a supplement to liability insurance. It is not. It is not. It does not include the workman's compensation or a similar law. It does not. Or automobile payment insurance. It does not. Or insurance under which the benefits payable with or without regard to fault, which is statutorily required to be contained in any liability insurance policy or equivalent, equivalent self-insurance. It does not. It does not include. So you need to, you need to be careful when, when we talk about health insurance personalized. It does not include those things, what, what I mentioned. It doesn't include the short-term disability, fixed indemnity, limited benefit, or it's not a credit insurance coverage. It is not a liability insurance. It is not a workman's comp. It doesn't cover the automobile, medical payment insurance, etc. So we need to we need to look into that how we can do how we can implement personalized health insurance, which is consumer driven, patient centric. The premiums have to be affordable. The costs have to be affordable. 
and we need to focus on who need the most care. That's what is important. Right now, we have been, not been focusing on people who are impaired, either economically or physically. We, are not, we have not been focusing on that. So our main focus should be on who need the most care. That's what it is. And your premium should be lower, even for those people. That's our main focus is. If we can do that, we have the ideal insurance coverage, which is account-based, so-called through healthy disclosure, healthy pricing with health solutions advantage, so-called hdhphsa.com, hdhphsa.com. Folks, thanks for listening. I love you guys. I hope I gave you the information what you're seeking for. If I have done that, I'm happy. As a consumer's doctor, on the behalf of the foremost organization, thank you for joining the live stream from California. I would like to hear some comments. If you do like this channel, we broadcast 7 a.m. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. And if you have any comments, please do make some comments. If you like this, subscribe, share, and hit that bell. Thank you, guys. Salute you all. We'll see you tomorrow at 7 a.m. Thanks for joining this live stream.